what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It is Thursday, September the 21st in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 934 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-host, John Dawson. And Jonathan Massey will be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We have got another great show for you here today. Joining us in uh, in less than 20 minutes from right now on the Spence Automotive Guest Line is our regular Thursday guest. He's a sales executive to the stars at WRNS and a pretty good dude. It's Jason Bryant. We're going to talk prep football. Man, is there a lot of changes in prep football. Uh, we are anticipating, I guess, a lot of weather coming in tomorrow because uh, <laughs> every game but one in our area, we've got eight games in our area. When you count all five schools here in Lenora County, we count uh, Green Central, of course, uh, Aiden Grifton and Jones Sr. Everybody has moved their games except for one program tomorrow. And um, we'll get to that in a little bit, but we're going to talk to Jason about that. We're going to talk some ECU football with him, uh, some NFL, and just a whole bunch of other stuff, man. Um, Looking forward to that. Again, that will be, like I said, in less than 20 minutes from right now. Uh, and then in our second hour, we're going to be joining. You You remember her from last year. She was just a great guest, too, last year. Very inspirational. Uh, a former, had a, a world champion, a multiple world champion sitting right here in my plush well-lit studio uh, last year. Well, we're going to be doing it over the phone this year. But we're going to be joined by Christy Overton-Johnson. She's the organizer and founder of Victorious Living Magazine. You remember, it's that magazine that is distributed throughout uh, every prison in North America, where it it, uh, it really is. It's helpful to prisoners when they, uh, well, while they're in prison, and then even when they get out to uh, get reincorporated back into society. And she's just an amazing, amazing person. I remember her leaving last year and me just being so inspired. Well, she had a, if you remember last year, she had a fundraiser. Uh, for her, uh, for her ministry, uh, and it included Daryl Strawberry. He came to it. We had invitations to it. And if I remember correctly, Linda, and I don't a hundred percent, but I think we had COVID or something. I know we were sick. We were unable to go last year after uh, all the buildup and after having her here on the show and everything. And then day of hits and we're unable to go. And I, I'm almost positive it was a COVID thing. But uh, Linda can help remind me about that. But anyway, uh, she's going to be joining us. That's not important if we got to go or not. It was a great event. They raised thousands and thousands of dollars for her uh, ministry. She's having a similar event. Now, Daryl Strawberry is not coming to it, but a a similar event this year. And uh, she's going to come on here to talk about it on the Brian Hanks show. So pretty excited about that. And she'll be joining us about five minutes or so into our second hour. Then we'll play the birthday game. What do you know? The Thursday 
edition of the Brian Hanks Show will be over just like that. It goes by so fast, doesn't it, Pam Sheffield? You know it does, Pam. Don't run off the road. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I like doing that. And you, Keith Spence, who uh, is getting ready for work to open Spence Automotive right now. Uh, see, I, I personalize. If I know you're listening, by golly, Ricky Whaley. How are you doing this morning, Ricky? You've got a volleyball game to do tonight over at LCC. See, uh, this is like the new wave of, uh, of radio pro- of uh, broadcasting. I talk directly to our listeners. Uh, Jason Bryant right now taking your kids to school. Good morning. See, I mean, isn't this exciting? Greg Clemens working out at your gym down in, uh, uh, in Swansboro. It's just so exciting that you've got to let me know what you're doing, and I, I can personalize my message to you. So there you go. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, yep, uh, Linda. Yes, thank you. Uh, COVID's what knocked us out last year. Uh, thank you, Miss Executive Producer. I'm talking to Linda, who's listening right now. So. <coughs> This is fun. I could do this all morning. Uh, but again, uh, Jason Bryan in our first hour, uh, Christy Overton Johnson in our second hour. Hey, uh, some things to remind you of before we jump into uh, some football stuff. And we're going to go in-depth with uh, our good friend uh, Jason Bryant when we get to the football portion of this. But uh, don't forget that the Little Mermaid begins this weekend. Man, I, I saw some great promotional photos, too, that have been uh, circulating on Facebook. Uh, James Wilson, who's listening right now. Thank you. Thank you. James Wilson, you're driving in. You've only got one station on your car and you're driving into work right now and you're listening to us. See, I, this is awesome. I could do this all morning. I think I'm going to talk to, uh, um, Jason about that and see, uh, if he can do it. Shane Alby, the voice of, uh, Parrot Academy football and the Down East Wood Ducks. You're listening right now. Hey, good morning, Sugar Shane. See, this is just awesome. I, I could do this all morning long. I'm, I'm just excited. Uh, Molly Ringwald Hughes, Hanks, the puppy dog who's sitting right here beside me, looking up at me like I'm an idiot. <sighs> this is fun. Okay. Hey, the little mermaid begins tomorrow. Uh, and I tell you what, now that there are so few football games, if you don't go to a football game tomorrow night, get your tickets now for the little mermaid. Uh, it's out of LCC. It is going to be amazing. I've seen some pictures of of our of our awesome next door neighbor Holly Holder, uh, who is the star of this. She is. Uh, I mean, she she looks awesome in the uh, mermaid fans. I'm just telling you, she looks like a mermaid. I got. I'm very impressed by that. On top of all that, she will be our second hour guest tomorrow right here on the Brian Hanks show. And she's going to sing a couple of numbers from the uh from the uh, little mermaid so that's going to be exciting so uh check that out oh my god hey uh so go see the little mermaid speaking of greg clemens who's listening to me right now uh he sends me a picture of him he said this was yesterday hankster it's him holding up i believe that's a that's a bass is that a bass that you're holding up there uh, mr clemens let me know uh because that, that's a good looking fish almost as good looking as scott whittington I'm going to get no response from him. Uh, but, uh, hey, Mr. Clemens, again, that's a good-looking fish. You might, If you had Facebook, you should post that on Facebook. But put it up on Twitter. That's, again, a good-looking fish. He's wearing his NC State hat uh, and uh, not smiling. He should be smiling when he's got a fish that big. <laughs> oh, I'm out of control this morning. Hey, uh, 
again, one more time, the Little Mermaid. Uh, we will have uh, Holly Holder in here in the studio tomorrow as uh, she's going to help us promote that. And again, it starts tomorrow. And if you don't have a football game to go to tomorrow night, you should go see that and tell when you buy your tickets, tell them that you heard about it on the Brian Hanks show. Absolutely. But it's this weekend. It's tomorrow night at seven. It's Saturday at seven. And then it's uh, Sunday afternoon at three. And they do the exact same thing next weekend too, September 29th through October 1st. And I just so blessed to have as much talent as we do here in Kenston and Lenora County, not just athletic talent, but, uh, artistic talent too. So, uh, there you go. Oh, it was a trout 16 and a half inches long. Good Lord. Uh, and where, where were you at when you uh, caught that Mr. Clemens? I like that. Uh, I said bass. I, you can tell, I don't know my fish from uh, a hole in the ground, <laughs> but it's a trout 16 and a half inches long. A good looking, good looking fish too there, Mr. Clemens. Um, yeah, you did. You had your game face on. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, man, we have got to get you caught up on all the, uh, changes in prep football that have gone on. And what I mean, change, I mean, schedule changes. Uh, we announced a bunch of them yesterday. We had another one happen right as we went off the air yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to tell you about it. But uh, today is game day uh, here in uh, Lenora County and in Greene County. Uh, Kenston travels to East Duplin. Uh, and I tell you what, like I said, we're going to break all these games down when we have Jason Bryan on the line with us here in about 10 minutes or so. But I just want to let you know that uh, these games have changed. Oh, what, one, two, three, four, five games have been uh, moved to today. Uh, Kenston at East Duplin, Southwest Onslow at North Lenore. South Lenore is at Wallace Rose Hill. Uh, Aiden Grifton is at home against Farmville Central. <laughs> and uh, Green Central is at Southwest Edgecombe. So all five of those games have moved, been moved from tomorrow to today due to uh, the fear of uh, inclement weather. So uh, those games have been moved. We still have two games scheduled for tomorrow. Definitely one. I have not heard back from uh, our uh, from the folks over at Bethel Christian Academy. Uh, I don't know if their game is still scheduled for tomorrow. But as of right now, I've not seen anything anywhere. Bethel Christian Academy still playing tomorrow. But the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week uh, that we will be broadcasting right here on 960 The Bull and uh, betonthebull.com is uh, going to be Kerry uh, Christian at Parrot Academy. We'll be over at Hodges Field tomorrow for a very important eight-man game, man. Uh, Parrot Academy coming off of a, a tough loss last week. Kerry uh, Christian is on a two-game losing streak. Two teams absolutely in need of a victory. And we will be broadcasting that game for you right here. We'll begin with the uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. That'll begin at 5 uh, it'll go until seven or until kickoff kickoff is at seven. And again, I say scheduled and I don't think coach Beeman would mind me telling you guys this as of right now, the game is still on for tomorrow night. It's scheduled for tomorrow night. If it has to be moved and we will know tomorrow, hopefully uh, we'll know uh, during the show tomorrow, or right before the show tomorrow, uh, it would be moved to Monday. So it would not, obviously, we're going to find out tomorrow it couldn't be moved to today unless you can time travel like John Dawson and Jonathan Massey and I can do. But uh, it would be moved to Monday, which, speaking of, we already have one Monday game, and I should have told you this too. Uh, Jones Sr. is at home uh, against Union. That game is Monday night. That has already been moved. 
So, uh, as of right now, as uh, if you're listening to the replay, it may have changed, but I doubt it because uh, Coach Beeman said he would let us know uh, tomorrow morning. But as of 7-11, and now about to change to 7-12 a.m. on Thursday, September the 21st in the year of the Lord 2023, uh, we are still playing uh, Parrot Academy and Carrie Christian tomorrow with Shane Albee. I can't wait. I get to listen to my boy Sugar Shane Albee up in the uh, press box tomorrow as he'll be calling that game tomorrow for uh, for Arundel Parrot Academy on, on the, the public address. So, uh, again, and what we'll do with the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, you're probably like, well, what are you going to talk about on that if all your other coaches have played? Well, we are going to be talking to them about their games that are all taking place tonight. That'll be our uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame. I guess you could call it our pregame and postgame show tomorrow. We'll be taking care of two things there tomorrow, and we will talk to every coach in Lenora County. We will talk to uh, Jay Wilson from uh, Green Central, to Paul Cornwell from Aiden Grifton, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know how their games went and uh, get their details. And, you know, it might even preview next week's games, too, for uh, all these coaches, as I cannot believe. Guys, we are already halfway through the regular season. you got to remember, in North Carolina now, uh, high school regular seasons are only uh, 10 games. They're not 11 games anymore. So you've got all these teams that are, you know, that have played five games. Yeah. They may still have their bye coming up, but for the most part, uh, we are halfway through the 2023 season. I just, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that, but it is absolutely true. So again, like I said, tomorrow night, the, uh, Davis wholesale tire game of the week will be Kerry Christian at Arendelle Parrot Academy live from Hodges field. It's going to be our first chance that we have had to see a Rendell Parrot Academy. And it, the, if the game is moved, well, then by God, we'll bring it to you Monday night from uh, Hodges Field. But uh, I, I can tell you, and again, I know Matt, or Coach Beeman, who's listening right now too. Hello, Coach Beeman. Uh, he, uh, he does not want to move the game. Even if it is raining tomorrow, he doesn't want to move the game. Uh, he wants to make sure he has uh, a, a good game plan against Kerry Christian. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, uh, again, uh, we'll break these games down, uh, especially with it being game day for five of these games. We'll break those games down with uh, Jason Bryant here in about five minutes or so. Uh, let's talk about everything else other than prep football at the moment. And uh, I, we'll just one more time. You know, we announced it yesterday, and I should be doing the show from Charleston, South Carolina right now. Let's just go ahead and throw it out there. If the Woodies had won Tuesday night in game two, I was going to be live and in color from uh, somewhere in Charleston. I think the Hilton Garden Inn, uh, close to uh, the stadium in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, as uh, the our Down East Wood Ducks took on the Charleston River Dogs in the best of three Carolina League Championship Series. Unfortunately, they came up a little bit short Tuesday. Their season is over. However, this is the time now over the next couple of weeks. You know what? You need a good birthday, birthday. You need a good Christmas present. And believe me, Christmas will be here before we know it. It's only three months away, but you need a good Christmas present for somebody. Get them wood duck season tickets. We need to support this team. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, uh, here on the show, uh, with, uh, Mark Pan or not Mark Panicelli with, uh, Oh God, I'm having a brain toot here. <sighs> with Michael Martin yesterday, uh, our regular Wednesday guest, and, uh, Hey, by the way, good morning, Michael. He's listening to, uh, I, I love this little individualized, uh, greetings that we're given here this morning, but, uh, listen, we all know 
it's fact. It's going to happen. The Downey's Wood Ducks are moving, okay? But they're going to be here for the 2024 season, okay? We need to get out there and support them. You want baseball to stay here? It's not going to be Carolina League baseball. It's not going to be uh, Major League affiliated baseball. But we can get a good team in here, and i got to give uh, the folks credit over at uh, uh, the Kinston Wingman. Uh, they're doing a good job of promoting their product, and I think they would really like to be the team that's going to be at Historic Granger Stadium following uh, the departure of the Down East Wood Ducks. We'll see what will happen there, of course. But uh, I think it will be a Coastal Plain League team. And it's like I said with Michael yesterday, I don't know why can't, we can't have two teams out there. Uh, stagger their uh, game dates. I know uh, Stephen – the uh, the groundskeeper out at uh, Historic Granger Stadium, he wouldn't be real happy about having uh, teams out there uh, for, I don't know, 55 days out of 60 or 65. But, uh, man, it would, we, would get, we would get an overdose of baseball for a couple months. I want to see Legion baseball playing out at Historic Granger Stadium. That would be neat to go from, say, like June to, uh, I don't know, to August, uh, however long they play. They play, uh, I don't know, in that period. And to have, like, uh, the Kenston Wingman, to have a uh, uh, a Coastal Plain League team playing in there at the same time, have Legion Baseball playing out there, too, that would be a lot of fun. But uh, but anyway, my point to this whole thing is get your season tickets now for the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, I'm, I ha- I, I'm being a hypocrite because I've not done it yet. But I'm going to. I'm going to get my very same seats in Section 5 right behind uh, Mr. Clemens. And we need to do that not just to support the Down East Wood Ducks, but to show these potential leagues that we can support uh, professional or semi-pro baseball, whatever, however you want to describe it, right here in uh, Kinston. So uh, let's do that. Uh, LCC Volleyball uh, is going to be at home today. You can listen to talking about you can listen to Sugar Shane tomorrow. With uh, a Rendell Parrot Academy, if you go to that game, you can listen to Ricky Whaley on the mic tonight uh, as uh, Lenore Community College will take on Pitt Community College. Uh, LCC Volleyball is 6-4. and four. They lost Tuesday night. But, uh, again, a good chance for you to get to see them uh, at uh, the the Sportatorium on the campus of Lenore Community College. But again, And, again, I believe that starts at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, but you know what? Get there at six. You're good. Even if it starts at six thirty, get there a little bit early. Have you con- have you some concessions? Go by, say hello to Ricky Whaley. And again, this is usually the biggest match of the year is uh, Lenore Community College and Pitt Community College. So uh, get out there and support uh, Coach Shelley Barnes, Coach David Barnes, and the folks out at LCC. How about uh, I talked about this yesterday? We are in fact our second hour guest yesterday was Jacob Morgan from. Uh, from Jones County this weekend on uh, Saturday is the Jones County Heritage Festival. I actually was out there in uh, Jones County yesterday, if you saw my my snap. And, uh, man, very excited about uh, what's going to happen out there this weekend. It's the 15th Jones County Heritage Festival. So many fun things that are going on out there. Uh, they're going to have all these different competitions. They're going to have uh, all this fun stuff. That is going on out at uh, in uh, Trenton for that. It's from nine to four on Saturday. Linda and I will be out there. Uh, I'm very blessed. They've asked me to uh, MC the event, so I'll be out there uh, pretty much all day long. Uh, and it's going to be fun. There's going to be music. There's going to be competition. There's going to be food trucks. It's going to be a lot of fun. But again, nine to four, nine a.m. to four p.m. on uh, Saturday. 
out in Trenton at the Jones County Civic Center. It's absolutely free. doesn't cost you a dime to go and check everything out. And, and again, uh, they don't have a county fair uh, or, uh, well, they don't have a county fair in Jones County. This is just a fun thing they do every year. And it, just so many things that are planned. Again, if you missed yesterday's show, you missed uh, Jacob Morgan talking about it, I go back to our, uh, go to brianhanks.com, and you can listen to uh, that second hour with Jacob Morgan. Also, uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. You need to get out there and check that out. Don't forget about Bradfest. It is going to be Saturday, October the 21st from 3 to 9 p.m. at Pearson Park in downtown Kinston. And, Mickey, you're listening. I've got to get uh, I got to get you back on the show, man. Well, we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll get Allie uh, Warnock and uh, Chris Moore back on. Maybe not next week. I'm kind of full next week, but probably the week after next as we're getting ready for Bradfest uh, at Pearson Park. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Uh, remembering and honoring the memory of uh, Brad Elmore, uh, one of uh, downtown Kinston's leading or business leaders, and just uh, a lot of people advocate for Kenston. They do a good job. Listen, Brad was one of them and uh, did a lot for this city, did a lot for this town. So there you go. Okay, uh, why don't we get uh, our good friend uh, Jason Bryant uh, up on the line with us. But before we do that, let's talk about Lenore Community College. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to our good friend, uh, Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, to Catherine Pearson, to uh, just all the folks out. Uh, Jeannie Kennedy, help me out here, Jason. Uh, uh, quick, name all the people you know out at LCC. Oh, Rusty Hunt, Richie, Janine Kennedy, Catherine Pearson. Uh, what's your favorite uh, – Latino guy's name? Oh, Prudencio. Prudencio. Um, <laughs> and then you know all the coaches. Uh, yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> hey, that's what I do. Did you? I don't know if you were listening because I know you were dropping the munchkins off at school before you join us as you do on Thursday mornings. But uh, I, I, I've got a new idea for radio, man. I, I, how about, I mean, just totally personalized radio. Like I've already talked to uh, Pam Sheffield directly this morning, to Keith Spence directly, to uh, Mickey Weatherington, to Greg Clemens. Uh, to Keith Spence, to all the folks we know, listen every morning. I mean, I've given them personalized messages. What do you think, dude? We, uh, that's what we do, man. That's what we do here <laughs> at bet on the bull 960 and bet on the bull.com. Dude, I got to tell you, man. And I know I've messaged you a couple of times about it. I have, I have listened to more bet on the bull since the changeover to the V then I did, I mean, I'm talking about in the, what, the two weeks since we changed over than I did in the previous three years combined. And I'm not denigrating CBS sports radio. It is what it is, dude. But it was just, it was just same old, same old sports talk radio, man. I love v I love the personalized, uh, speaking of personalized, I like the personalized, uh, 
ads that well, not just ads, but the uh, updates that they do. I love that they're providing uh, ECU betting odds, that they're providing uh, Carolina Panthers betting odds, that they're talking about the teams here, and they're doing it for Kinston and for Lenora County and for Eastern North Carolina, dude. Just once again, I'm saluting you, dude. I mean, that just uh, – dude, just a great job getting us over to VSIN, dude. Well, I appreciate it. That was one of the selling points um, when we signed on with them that we were going to get those updates. And don't forget that <laughs> – Excuse me. Don't forget that they also put out um, a college football betting guide just for us. Um, did you see it? I ran some promos for it. Yep, yep. You could download the local college betting guide, which did <coughs> yeah, that did ECU, um, all the ACC schools. I'm pretty sure App was probably in there as well, Brian. Wow. But then they also they also did a. a now, they have the ones that they charge for, the yearly um, betting guys that they charge for, but the localized ones are free. Um, and they also did one for the NFL featuring the Carolina Panthers, which is not much to talk about. But <laughs> they uh, they gave those us, and that was a huge thing. And not only do you get those V-Stand action updates that Musburger does um, on the bull, but we're also airing them on – the big sticks. We're airing them on WRNS and on Bob ninety three three and on uh, QSL the River daily. So wow. it's really cool. Now, what would be interesting? I know we've got a Latino session too. We were just talking about Prudencio. I would love to hear Brent Musburger uh, <laughs> trill out some R's and uh, give us a Spanish update. What do you think? That would be really awesome if he could do it. <laughs> and knowing Brent Musburger, he probably can. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Hey, what are you making right now, dude? Nothing. I, me and my little Avery Bell just got in the car, and we're on our way to school this morning. Oh, that's so, awesome. Well, good morning, Avery Bell. She said, good morning. Say it again. Good morning. Oh, my God. She's such a cutie patootie. She's growing up on us, Brian. She is in the third grade now. What? No, she's always going to be that. Well, she and she is now, I know, but uh, dude, she's always going to be that cute little, uh, you know, kindergartner uh, with the sweet little smile and uh, just she, she's so cute, dude. I can't believe that you had a child that cute. Uh, I called you Kevin. Can't believe you had a Come child on. that cute, dude. Come on, man. Everybody <laughs> says she looks like that. Who do you look like? Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love it, man. That is awesome. Listen, Jason Bryant, who has bribed his beautiful child to uh, say things like that, he is on the Spence Automotive guest line with us right now. And goodness gracious, alive, dude. Uh, high school football uh, has uh, every game but two, and, I, and it might be every game but one. I haven't heard back from Walt Eubanks yet from uh, Bethel. I sent him a message earlier. But uh, as of right now uh, at 7.26 a.m., on uh, Thursday, September the 21st, the year of the Lord 2023, everyone has moved their games to tonight, dude. Yeah, uh, so this tropical storm, evidently, that's sitting off the coast and for me, uh, kind of snuck up on everybody with the late development, which is not normal. But I think we're going to get a lot of rain Friday, and it should be fun. Um, Maybe mean you need to get there with some umbrellas to get all your equipment in Parrot Friday night. But, hey, we'll get it done, and we know that's a great press box, and we'll be taken care of out there. But they uh, 
yeah, I mean, it just kind of snuck up on us. So let's hope everybody stays safe. Uh, get some football in tonight. I I think I'm going to go to East Duplin with the family tonight and check out Kenson, and then we'll have all hands on deck. I guess it'll be me, you, and Spence tomorrow night. Yep, yep, yep. At uh, Parrot. Yep, because uh, Paul yep. Paul's still on daddy duty, and uh, Coach Smith is going to be in Charlottesville tomorrow night for the NC State-Virginia game. Yep, so we'll miss them, but we'll – We'll get it going, and hopefully Parrot gets it going. I'm, I'm anticipating they will. Uh, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. And, again, the uh, at this moment, well, like I said, I haven't heard from Bethel yet. As soon as I do from uh, Coach Walt Eubanks out there, they are starting their 2023 season uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get that news out to folks. But one we do know definitively, and I was messaging with Coach Beeman yesterday, and uh, the game is still on uh, for uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. We'll start with the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show at 5. It'll go from 5 till uh, kickoff at 7. And then at 7 o'clock, it'll be myself and uh, Jason Bryant and Keith Spence bringing you uh, the game tomorrow night. I got to tell you, man, what do you think about sitting in a press box with Sh- Sugar Shane Albee tomorrow night? I-, I heard he might get a little bit loud, dude. Yeah, he might be a little loud, so we'll have to <laughs> figure out how to mute him. Brian, I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting ready to go through a squatchy area to talk for about a minute. I will. I got no problem doing that. Let's remind you of the games that are taking place. You know what? Even better than that. Hey, let me tell you about our good friend Keith Spence and Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. In fact, we're taking Linda's car there today to Spence Automotive. She's getting her brake brakes changed. Uh, she's getting a bunch of other stuff done too, uh, but we're dropping her car off at Spence Automotive today. And guess what, listeners? That's where you should go to. It's located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports writing legend and proud Arundel Parrot Academy alum Keith Spence. It's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service when you need new tires. And tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And again, thank you. One of our day one sponsors, another one of our day one sponsors, speaking of Arundel Parrot Academy, let me tell you about Parrot Academy. They're the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kinston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Snow Hill, Greenville, Wilson, Trenton, Newburn, Goldsboro, Jacksonville, Maysville. Hey, listen, if you are listening to this show right now on terrestrial radio, just like uh, Jason Bryan is doing, you can send your child to a Rendell Parrot Academy, the best private school in eastern North Carolina. In fact, in the last half century, Parrot Academy has grown to a student body with more than 700 students. That includes children in grades TK through 12. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kenson, just like Jason Bryant and Keith Spence and I will be doing when we bring you the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. Listen, I also want to thank, too, while we're uh, talking about Parrot Academy here, Jason, I want to thank them for yep. – uh, yeah, I want to thank them. They uh, are going to have a United Way campaign this year. I know they uh, – and I really want to thank David Moody and the folks over there for that. I know they've not had one in a while. I serve on the uh, Lenore Green United Way board, and I saw the very 
happy picture of uh, our director, uh, Molly Taylor, and uh, David Moody yesterday that was posted on Facebook. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to uh, Parrot Academy. Not only, again, a sponsor of this show, not only are they the best private school in eastern North Carolina, they also are supporting the Lenore Green United Way this year. And that means a lot to me, Jason. Absolutely, it does. United Way is fantastic. They they help people in so many different ways. They're one of those that where you really can't pinpoint a specific big thing they do. They just involved in a lot of small ways that make a difference here locally. And I grew up with Molly going to church. She's awesome person. And happy for her. And the beauty about United Way is it's a charitable giving that you can do right there with your employer. And they just deducted pre-tax right out of your check, man. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. And again, uh, thank you to Parrot Academy for uh, being one of our day one sponsors here on the Brian Hanks Show and definitely being uh, a supporter of the Lenore Green United Way. Okay, let's talk some uh, high school football here. Jason, what do you think? I guess, am I allowed to even make eye contact with you since you're uh, leading our uh, our uh, picks contest that we, we do every week in the pregame? I definitely have a strategy, <laughs> so I'll continue with it. I just need coach smith to go ahead and send his picks in so i can figure out what i want with this <laughs> there you go well uh i believe i don't have it i should have had it right here in front of me but i know you lead you're in the lead by yourself uh is coach smith one game back from you i think coach smith is one game back okay uh how far are spence uh paul and i behind you i believe paul is two or three and then y'all are either three or four back <laughs> well i made a mistake last week i think i'm three because i was two behind you last week and i lost one to you last week uh with the james keenan east duplin i really i mean i thought i was getting one over on y'all because i was the only one to pick james keenan and doggone man let's just j- dive right into this i mean east duplin who lost 21 seniors from last year's team, Jason Bryant. They've not lost a step. I mean, they have not. They have taken on some really good teams. They beat Wes Craven already this year. They uh, Again, they beat James Keenan last uh, last week. Man, we both, I know, we both are big, big fans of Battle Holly. We both think the world of him. I'll tell you what, man. He, he Obviously, he did a great coaching job last year winning a state title. I'm not so sure he's not doing a better coaching job this year, Jason. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. And on paper, you know, James Keenan looked the part and they looked like they could compete and possibly win that game. And, you know, I I won't name my sources because I'm not going to give away anything. (laughs) But (laughs) when talking amongst a couple of coaches in the area, um, I asked them about the games and he said, East Duplin wins. And I said, why? And they said, Battle Holly are out coaching. So there you go. So you're on it. You took the words right out of my mouth. And when it comes to high school football, no matter what he's got over there, um, he's going to have the upper hand because of schemes, um, strategy, and everything else, and motivation. He's got his kids ready to play every single night. And he does for sure. But listen, they're taking on a Kenson team tonight that uh, is in a little bit of flux right now. And I don't say that in a bad way that they're in a bad place. They are. They're in a little bit of flux. They've gone from a very veteran team that they've had in the in what I'd say the previous two or three years. And they are a team that has a good mix of young talent, uh, particularly in Tyreek Copper, but other players too. But yet they've got some good experience on this team also. And listen, 
This is a uh, Kenson team that has played very well against East Duplin and Pat. Well, no, I wouldn't say very very well, but they only lost him. We did that game two years ago, uh, 31-27 loss in Beulahville. They did lose last year, 59-12, but that game was closer than the final score indicated, too. East Duplin just really put it on Kenson there at the very end, but uh, I, you said you're going to the game tonight, and I, I, would be, I can't wait to get updates from you because I'd be very interested to see what this – Again, this uh, good mix of uh, young talent and some experience in the Kenston Vikings does in Beulahville tonight. Well, Kenston's a very dangerous football team. They have the pieces. They're lacking on, on their offensive and defensive line. But what they lack in size, they can make up, make up with speed that can you know, give people problems. Kenston throws the ball. They run the spread offense. They're going to move the ball around. That's something that East Duplin traditionally doesn't play within their schedule. They they play a lot of ground and pound football and play against the same type of team. Um, what will happen with that? I don't know. Um, but I expect them to give East Duplin a little bit of trouble. East Duplin is going to do what South and North did. They're going to slow it down. Yep. They're going to run the football. They're going to limit Kenston's possessions. I think that's the playbook for when you play Kenston, how you have to attack them. Um, but with that being said, I look for a very physical game. Um, I think Kenston will answer the call because, I mean, during the underdog role because they're so young, and that's a great Oh, I can tell you're going through your dead zone right now, and that's all right. Let, let me talk for about 30 or 45 seconds in until you get uh, until you get through there. I'm yeah, with pulling you. into the school. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. Uh, Kenston is 3-2 and two overall. They're 1-0 and oh after that 18-6 to six victory last week against uh, South Lenore. East Duplin, again, 5-0, and 1-0 oh, and oh in the conference. And, again, they played a uh, very good James Keenan team last week and, and defeated them twenty-eight to seven. So uh, I got to tell you, man, I uh, I've got some. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a lot like the game a couple of years ago. I really do. I think uh, yes, East Duplin has played a pretty good schedule. I mean, they beat West Craven twenty-eight to thirteen. They beat a Richlands team that just ran all over South North a couple of weeks ago. I mean, they beat the snot out of uh, Richlands 49-14. to They beat a good Croatan team who's on the come up right now, 56-13. to So this is a good uh, East Duplin team. This is not a, uh, you know, I mean, uh, not only a good East Duplin team, but it's an East Duplin team that has played some pretty good competition to this point. Um, and we'll wait. We're not going to get your predictions now because I want to wait till tomorrow night and do it on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show <coughs> before we go oh, into it. We can't do it on. Well, we can't do it on the real discount Joe's pregame show. The games will be over with. <laughs> but we can still talk about it, talk about the results. Yeah, we're we going to do that, but I, I, yeah, you're right. So do you want to go ahead and give us your pick now since we won't have one tonight we won't have a pregame show tonight? Who you got? Kenston at East Duplin tonight there. You're right. You're absolutely right, dude. Well, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, he would be really easy to pick games tomorrow night after they've already been played, right? Yes, it'll be very easy. <laughs> um, well... I think the time has passed where it's too late for me to get my fat face on a poster in the locker room. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that here in a moment with uh, with uh, the South and North game uh, that's coming up. But, yes, uh, did, you so, call, hey, did you say I got a fat face? No, I said it's too 
it's too late for them to put a picture of my fat oh, face. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Where, where I'm going with that is I, I just – I'm in a points competition. I'm, I'm pulling for Kansas High. I, I, I see a path where they can win, but I will take East Duplin tonight against Kansas. Oh, 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 okay, well – Dude, I'm going to take East Duplin, too. And then nothing against Kinston, and it's not too late to get my fat face on another poster, I think. And let's go ahead and talk about that. You had teased me with that <laughs> earlier this year after I made the prediction in the preseason that uh, South Norwood was going to beat Kinston for the first time since 2005. Uh, who knew that Coach Diesel was listening when I said that? Man, he listens every morning. <laughs> All right. His, his, assistant, his assistant coaches listen. Um. There's a guy that lives in Greenville. He listens every morning. He, he's the one that asked me about it. And I told him, I said, yeah, Brian. Well, I said, I backed up. I said, Brian didn't say that they were going to beat him. He said that he could see a scenario where it could happen. Yeah. Um, and you didn't really specify they beat Kinston, so it was taken out of context a little bit. But then <laughs> I think you doubled down on it, so you might have said it later on. <laughs> but, look, man, it's all in fun. This oh, is entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we try to provide a um, pathway for um, getting information and analyzing the high school sports, which is passion and, and, and fun for all of us. But it's all in fun. It's all in entertainment. Just because we pick one team or another doesn't mean that we don't like those people. And I understand I understand your hype and your and and you're talking up of South Florida because at the end of the day. We want every school that we cover to be successful. And we want to give them everything they need. And, I mean, we're just pulling for everybody here, right? I mean, it, isn't that the goal to make Lenore County, Kinston and Lenore County, as, as, as good as it can be? Absolutely. I mean, that's what we're striving for. So, I mean, there's nobody that wants it for uh, South Lenore more than me and you do. And I mean that sincerely. I'm a – I want North and North to be great. I'm a North and North alum. I, I want Kinston to do well. My wife is involved. My kids are invested in Kinston High. I want everybody to be good. I want Jay to do great at Green Central. You know you know how I feel about Matt. Me oh, and Matt, yeah. Yeah. I never would have knew um, anything about Parrot Academy or Parrot Academy football if we wouldn't have got into this you know, five or six years ago. And Matt's become one of my friends, man. We talk a couple times a week. And it's not really just about football. It's about life and everything else. You know, I met Brick Crowder the same way. Brick's become a lifelong friend of mine. So there's nothing to these picks. It's just something we do to keep it entertaining. And like Forrest Gump said, that's all I got to say about that. There you go. I love it. I just, uh, I guess Scott has picked up the poster for me. They had a couple of posters. So next time you come to the uh, well-lit, you know, the plush, well-lit, well-protected studios here on Whitehall Drive, you're going to see that poster on the wall, dude. It's pretty funny. Um, (laughs) It's a great pick they got, by the way. I can tell you that was a, uh, my brother, just if you want some background on it, uh, my brother Daryl and I went to a uh, Washington at Pittsburgh Steelers game. Good God, that had to have been 10 or 11 years ago now, I guess. And uh, that was a picture. We were taking the uh, the boat over from uh, over the three, you know, the three rivers that go into Pittsburgh. Yeah. We were And uh, the boat was uh, shaking a little bit, and we were a little bit nervous. So I took a <laughs> selfie of Daryl and I 
in that moment. So they, they cropped out Daryl and left me looking like a dork, which, I mean, that's not hard to do anyway. I mean, that's, you know, my natural look half the time. But, but it was funny. And uh, listen, love those kids over at Kenson High School. Love Diesel and uh, Coach Bryant and just all the folks over uh at kinston and uh hey if i can motivate those guys to a win then you know what i've done something right yeah absolutely man but i <laughs> i think you missed it and i didn't want to point it out because we didn't want to make a big deal out of it but every time kinston scored they pointed at the press box <laughs> who, who, who do you think they were pointing uh hall of fame coach jimmy smith no, he well, was not catching. But no, they were playing fire. for the they were playing for the Jimmy Smith Cup, the first leg of the Jimmy Smith Cup. So I thought they were pointing at him just to you know pay tribute to him. Well, what Ryan should have done is he should have <laughs> gave you the poster before the game, so you would have known they were pointing at you. It was awesome, man. Listen, I love it. It just it shows passion, man, and I love that they have kept that in their bonnet all year long. And bonnet that they've kept that in their helmet all year long. That's better than a bonnet, right? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. Okay, but you know, I, I do want to, I do want to pat you on the back for a minute. I mean, you're a good sport with that. I mean, you're all about the kids, and 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 you're handling it the right way. So that's very, <clears throat> very cool. In in today's world with social media, everybody gets their feelings hurt really quickly if somebody calls them out. But you know, it was out of fun. Oh, yeah. you know, these was just. Diesel's searching for anything he can just to give them a little extra, you, you know, kick in the rear end. So kudos to you for being a good sport, and I'm I'm sure mine will be on it. <laughs> when when they beat East Lupin tonight, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he pulled the team bus in, into my driveway and they all came in. Do I need to go ahead and declare that South Nor is uh, potentially going to beat Kenson next year in the uh... – in the first leg of the Jimmy Smith Cup? Oh, hot take, Hank. <laughs> hot take, Hank. There you go. Hey, we spent a lot of time on this game. We've got to get to these other games here. Uh, right. Again, we both are picking uh, East Duplin, but I'm telling you, dude, and I'm not just saying this to be a homer. I could see Kinston winning that game tonight. You're right, dude. They're, you talk about just raw talent. Now, it's young, but there is a lot of raw talent on that uh, Kenston Vikings team, dude. Would I be surprised if I'm getting updates from you tonight from Beulahville and it's 14-7 to at halftime, uh, Kenston, and they end up winning the thing 21-20 to or something like that? Dude, I would not be shocked at all, man. No, I wouldn't either. But you'll know very early. Um, You'll be able to see the speed. And that's what I think Kenston has at the skill positions. They have a lot of speed. So, <clears throat> Excuse me. If East Duplin doesn't match up outside with Copper and some more of those receivers, then then it'll be a, a lot closer than what people think. There you go. Okay, we got to bang through these games here. Uh, the only game that will be played in Lenore County tonight, uh, here with all the games being moved up, is uh, North Lenore. Uh, they take on Southwest Onslow. Uh, the Stallions are one and four overall. They are zero and one following their loss last week against Wallace Rose Hill in conference play. North Lenore was off last week, and we know we don't even have to – you know, we've talked so much about the loss of Tony yeah. Hill and all that, but this is going to be their first home game after – oh, no, that's not true. They played at home uh, that first – or the, the last regular – the last preseason game. <clears throat> but they are at home there, one and three right now. Well, you know what? 
Let me get my ducks in a row here. They have not well, played let me at do home it. yet. Yeah, they, <laughs> you're right. They have not played at home because they won at East Carteret. Go ahead. They won that game 58-13. to 13. So many historical things. It was the fourth most points in North Lenora history. The 58 points were. Uh, it, was, it snapped an 11-game losing streak, which was tied for fourth all-time in uh, Lenora County history. And they have a chance to take on a Southwest Onslow team they've never beat before. I think there's going to be a lot of emotion tonight. Uh, your thoughts on uh, Southwest Onslow and North Lenore? I really hope that North Lenore found something in that East Carteret win and and have spent these or this last week and a half um, preparing on new things and what they found against East Carteret. I believe that to be the case. Um, however, East Carteret, not a very good football team. Um, I am a little concerned because Southwest played Wallace tough for the majority of that game last week. Um, I think Southwest is a little bit better um, than than what I thought they were. So I'm going to pick Southwest just from a pick standpoint. But I really hope and I could see a scenario where North Lenore uh, could win this football game tomorrow night. Uh, oh, you mean tonight? I mean tonight. Yeah, okay. sorry. Hey, don't I'm worry, man. I, hey, exactly. Don't feel bad, man. Hell, I had North and Orr playing at home uh, last Monday, a week ago Monday, and it was at East Carteret that they won that game 58-13. to 13. I'm with you. I will say this. Uh, our uh, good friend Greg Clemens, he's a Mariner graduate himself, and he has said that, listen, this is arguably the worst East Carteret team in the history of of the school. And I mean, and it goes all the way back to when he was there in the twenties and thirties. Okay. So for him to say that <laughs> you like, that, yeah. got, a little, got a little dig in there. To Mr. Clemens. Let's see if he, uh, if he responds to that. Oh, he will. Oh, I know he will. I know he will. But, uh, like I said, he said, this is the worst team that, uh, East Carteret's ever had. Does that take any luster off a 58 to 13 victory? Heck no, man. I mean, the, uh, the Hawks needed that at a time, just a couple of days, what, three days after losing uh, coach Hill, and I, I'm with you. I'd love to see uh, the emotion. I'd love to see uh, the passion. And if, you know, the little bit that you and I have gotten to know Coach Dale, I think he's going to bring that to uh, tonight's game. However, there's just so much raw talent at Southwest Onslow. I think Southwest Onslow, like you, I'm picking the Stallions to win that game tonight. Uh, any final thoughts on that before we move to South Lenore? No, I just want to see – I want to see Coach Dale – build on that momentum and have more positives than negatives tonight. And I think you'll see that because they've had, like I said, they've had a good week and a half to process everything, see what they did really well and build on it. And I expect a different North Lenore football team. I just don't know that it's enough to beat Southwest. I agree with you on that. Okay. South Lenore is one in four overall. They are and one and uh, East Central 2A play after that close 18-6 to loss at Kenston last week. They traveled to Wallace Rose Hill, who is 2-3 overall. They're 1-0 in the conference after beating Southwest Onslow last week. Uh, these teams have played each other 32 times dating back to 1965. Uh, they played each other from 65 to 84. From 89 to 96, they played two games in 03 and 04, and, of course, they've played the last two years, too in East Central 2A play. South Lenore is 7-25 and 25 all-time against Wallace Rose Hill. Uh, the past two games that they have played them, though, have not been that close. Uh, last year, they lost 50-7 to to Wallace Rose Hill down in deep run, and then two years ago, 
They lost Ann Tichy, uh 76 to 26 in Will Harrell's first year. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, here we go. Uh, Wallace Rosehill and South Lenore and Tichy tonight. South Lenore did a lot of good things against Kinsman last week. Um, I think they changed their game plan. They realized that they that they're outmatched and probably will be outmatched as far as personnel goes. Um, the rest of the way um, with how tough their schedule gets in conference play. Um, but they did run the football. They moved the football against Kinston. Um, I expect to see some more of the same, trying to control the tempo of the game, not let it get away from them. Um, however, and unfortunately, I do not see a pathway where South and North can win this game. I'm not going to give you a score prediction because I just don't know. Um, but I expect Wallace Rose Hill to win this game. Well, they've given up 126 points to uh, Wallace Rose Hill just in the past two years, 126 points, and uh, I'm with you. Listen, that was a heck of an effort last week. How about that opening drive of the second half, Jason Bryant, for South and North? They took the kickoff, held the ball for 10 minutes and one second. Now, they didn't score on the drive, but still, uh, Keith Spence was talking about how uh, in his – Goodness gracious, he's been covering high school football since the late 70s <clears throat> for either the Kenson Free Press or, you know, helping us out too. He said he had only seen one drive longer than that in varsity football in his entire time that he's covered uh, high school football. They they found something to do. They found uh, a way to hold on to the ball. They would run the clock down as far as they could. And again, the result was an 18-6 to six, uh, loss, a lot closer than a lot of people thought. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that against Wallace Rose Hill because Wallace Rose Hill is not Kenston. And what I mean by that is, I mean, they are a ground and pound. And, hey, you know what Wallace Rose Hill is going to do. It's sort of like East Duplin, Jason. I mean, you know they're going to line up. <laughs> they're going to, in that single wing or the, their triple option, and they're going to just shove it down your throat and say, hey, you got to stop us. If you can stop us, then congratulations, you can do it. If you can't, then uh, we're just going to shove the ball down your throat all night long, right? Yeah, very true statement, but I still think South North can get some first downs and, and hold on to the ball for, for, you know, I won't say long periods, but what's long periods? I mean, they can get a couple first downs um, each drive and keep Wallace's um, offense off the field for a little bit, then I think it helps it helps South North, and I think it keeps the game closer than it just really getting away, but I don't know, man. They ran the football well the other night. I was I was impressed with that third quarter drive, um, but I I was also impressed that that Diesel made the adjustment when he realized he wasn't going to get the ball very many times, and he had to get it in. And then he turned around and he he had a drive for a touchdown that was eight or ten plays that they only ran the football. So I was glad to see that as well. Absolutely. Uh, so South and or Wallace Rose Hill, who you got? Wallace. There you go. As do I. Okay, let's uh, let's head over to Snow Hill. Goodness gracious, dude! Right when you and I, and I mean even uh, Coach Wilson, you know, and I wouldn't. Have, Coach Wilson doesn't doubt his players or his team, but uh, he made some changes. I believe uh, there are probably four, five, six players that were that played last week uh, against North Pitt that uh, or that didn't play against North Pitt that had been on the team the entire season. 
they take on a North Pitt team, Jason, that came in undefeated, that had just won on the road at Edenton Homes, one of the traditional powerhouses in eastern North Carolina. And what does Green Central do? You said this is what I like the best, and I'll back you up on this. I'm not denigrating you at all here, uh, Jason. You said very clearly, uh, even a couple of times, Green Central was going to have to show you something. Well, by God, Jason Bryant, did Green Central show you something? They did show me something, and they showed me that they can persevere and and take on the task at hand, which was a very good football team coming in. But, gosh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. I don't want to do it on the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's coming. Um, but that was like a week one Green Central team. And what I mean by that is you really didn't know what they were going to do. Um, not sure how North Pitt prepared for them, but I don't know how North Pitt would have prepared for them because of everything that happened the week before. So that Green Central team that played Friday night was a very new team. So what's going to happen this week? I see a pathway where Green Central could beat Formal Central. Um, but well, I also know no, it's, it's Southwest Edgecombe. Southwest Edgecombe. Oh, I'm sorry. Southwest Edgecombe. I'm sorry. I was thinking. It's all right. You, you were thinking. You were thinking Aiden Grifton. Yeah, yeah. But I see a pathway where they can beat Southwest. But now that there's a week of film to to be studied from Southwest um, to see what Green Central's going to do, and it's not going to be any surprises. I look for this to be a very tight game that can go either way. Um, I'm going to lean towards Southwest and pick against Green Central for the second straight week, um, just because that game is at Southwest Edgecombe. Uh, you're not wrong about that. It's in Pine Tops tonight. So, uh, Green Central's 2-3 and three overall. They're 1-0 and oh in the uh, Eastern Plains 2A. Again, playing in Pine Tops against Southwest Edgecombe, who is 3-2 and two overall. They're 1-0 and oh in the conference after upsetting Farmville Central last week uh, in a 54-48 to 48 game. Uh, but uh, the Cougars of Southwest Edgecombe uh, and Green Central, they've played each other 18 times in a series that began in 1979 and went from 79 to 84. It went from uh, 2001 to 2004, 2009 to 14, and then the last two years. And if you're trying to get something off of the last couple of years, good luck with that, uh, <laughs> Jason, because last year uh, uh, Green Central won 30-3 to over Southwest Edgecombe. Two years ago, Southwest Edgecombe won 61 to 20 in Pine Tops. So, it, like, again, if you're trying to, you know, pick off what they've done the last couple of years, good luck with that because it's not going to help. Uh, you said you what 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 is your reasoning behind uh, uh, Southwest Edgecombe over Green Central, dude? A lot of it has to do with it being at Southwest Edgecombe. Uh, like I said previously, I think Green Central is a new football team, and I think they. Southwest has a week of film on them now to see some of the stuff they're going to try to do since they have kind of revamped and changed personnel. And with Southwest beating Farmville, which I think is a very good football team, um, I'm just going to lean towards Southwest this week. There you go. So, uh, dude, I want to pick Green Central so bad, man. But I just I, I see what Southwest Edgecombe did to Farmville Central last week. And, again, that was just a, a high-scoring game on both ends. Oh, uh, but I, sorry, Coach Wilson. Don't be mad at me. I think I'm going to have to follow you, dude, and pick Southwest Edgecombe uh, because, again, and the main reason being it being in Pine Tops tonight. Okay, Farmville Central 
Coming off of that, I would actually call that an upset loss to Southwest Edgecombe last week. Farmville Central uh, lost their first game of the year. They're 4-1 overall. They're 0-1 in the Eastern Plains 2A. Aiden Griff, they traveled to uh, Aiden Grifton to take on uh, Paul Cornwell and the Chargers. Uh, Aiden Grifton is 3-2 and two overall. They're 0-1 in the conference. Uh, AG uh, kind of came back to earth a little bit last week. Uh, they kept it as close as they could with Wes Craven for uh, the first half of the game, but they end up losing 44-7 to to uh, the Eagles of West Craven. Uh, obviously, the biggest loss they've had this year under uh, Paul Cornwell. But uh, Farville Central, Aiden Griffin, I think the, the little side story about this too here, Jason, that is uh, fun to me is that uh, where did uh, Paul Cornwell go for three years after he left Aiden Grifton? He went to Farmville Central as an assistant principal. So I think there's just some good underlying stories here. Your thoughts, Farmville Central, Aiden Grifton. Well, I think Aiden Grifton's a good football team. Um, I think you saw last week that they, they're just going to run out of gas in the second half. Um, they played Kenston really tight as well. Um, Farmville Central scores a lot of points. I don't think that bodes well for um, Aiden Griffin because I don't think they have the firepower to get into track meets and, and score a lot of points. So I think Farmville Central wins this game. Um, but I look for it to be close throughout the first half again and Farmville Central to pull away in the second half. Well, there you go. Uh, let's get this last one in. We are already into the 8 o'clock hour, and we've got our uh, – in fact, I'm messaging right now with our, our second-hour guest, Christy Overton-Johnson. We will have her on here in about uh, about five minutes or so, but we'll get this last game. It's our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. Carrie Christian is 2-3. and three. They've lost their last two games in a row. Parrot Academy is 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They were beat last week uh, up at Rocky Mountain Academy. They've played 19 times against each other, Carrie Christian and Parrot Academy have. Since 2006, uh, Parrot Academy is 15-4 and four overall against the Knights. Uh, they've beat them uh, twice and even in the state playoffs, including last year on their way to a state championship. Uh, you're just saying, we'll go more in depth. Now, listen, we're going to quick hit it here, but in the Real O Discount Drugs pregame show tomorrow night, uh, Jason, of course, we'll go more in depth with this Carrie Christian Parrot Academy game. What's your thoughts on it? Um, I I'm concerned with Parrot just a little bit that they last week shocked me. Um, but that just tells me that Parrot might not have the horses in the trench, trenches that they have had in the past to be able to control the line of scrimmage and do everything that they want to do both sides of the ball. Um, I don't know much about Kerry Christian. Um, I know that they lost to a really good Wayne team last week. Um, that I expect to be in the conversation for the state title this year. Um, so I really don't know. I'm going to have to sleep on this one. I'm going to have to talk to some people and figure out exactly um, the way I want to go in this game, and I'll make my pick tomorrow night. But, I mean, I expect a competitive football game. Uh, Kerry likes to throw the ball. Um, if it's going to rain like we think it's going to rain tomorrow night, that's going to be um, an X factor. And if they're going to be able to do that, um, I expect Parrot to try to run the football and control the game tomorrow night in in the wet weather. So we'll see. I expect a big crowd at Parrot. Uh, we're looking forward to getting back out there. They're a huge part of what we do, and we'll actually have them for the next two weeks, Brian. I know, man. I'm excited about that. We have them this week or tomorrow night against uh, uh, Kerry Christian, then against uh, a brand-new eight-man program, Father Capadano. 
uh, a week from tomorrow. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, listen, Jason Bryant, thank you so much for joining us here on uh, on the show today. I think we, we've talked about a lot. I didn't get any ECU talk out here. Just quick prediction, ECU Gardner-Webb. Give me 30 seconds on that. ECU has to win that football game. They just have to, and I expect them to. And next week we'll be talking about all the good things that ECU's done. Now hit Musburger, and I'll see you tomorrow. There you go. I appreciate it. That is Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the Stars, here on uh, 960 and uh, uh, betonthebull.com. Man, uh, again, if you are just tuning in and you're wondering why are we doing so much high school football today, it is because all the games have been moved up today to tonight. Other than uh, uh, Parrot Academy, which will be our Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week tomorrow night. And uh, Bethel, haven't heard from them yet. So thank you for listening to the first hour. Coming up in our second hour, Christy Overton-Johnson on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.